Hey, cuz. What's going on? Do you know who the number two podcast is in the nation? <laughs> we are. No, we're not. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I don't know who is. But if you want to help us get there, you can start by supporting the show by going to campfirepod.com slash merch and picking up a t-shirt. I agree, cuz. We need to do that. <laughs> God, we're so bad at this. You know what? If you want to help us get better, just go buy a shirt. Campfirepod.com slash merch. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D.com slash merch. Pick up a t-shirt. It'll take you to Amazon. Anything else you buy there, we might make a small commission at no extra charge to you. It's a great way to support the show, and maybe we'll get better at this. I think we will one day. Stop talking over the intro. Hi, I'm Lourdes. And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Unless they want to learn something about life. Right, this may not be suitable for children. And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad. I love my family and friends. I do too. All right, cuz. How's it going? It's going fantastic. You know, old age, there comes body aches, stomach aches, hair loss, you hair, my hair growth. Loss out of this. No, hair oh. growth in all the wrong places. Oh, my goodness. That's like that song, looking for love in all the wrong places. I mean to tell hair you. Hair grows in all the wrong places. I know what you mean. I have a hairy chest with an ass and a back to match. <laughs> well, what about this one-off hair that comes out on the side of my chin? Like You think that's something? Look at this one-off hair right here. <laughs> that's turned into several one-off gray hairs. <laughs> Why are we so hairy? Well, we are mammals. And well, but there's other mammals that aren't as hairy as we are. Name one. I mean, I can't because, I mean, there's other If you're going to make that statement, you need to back it up. <laughs> well, there are other people that are our same ethnicity or race and they're not hairy like us. They're, they're our same what? Ethnic race. I mean, <laughs> ethnicity. That's it. Ethnicity. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't Stop. That a, wasn't that a song by Phil Collins? Oh, no, no, that was <laughs> Studio. I used to hate that word when I was in a formal, former career. Where you had to, to deal with ethnicities? Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to read out a disclosure and have people sign. And I was like, oh, I hate getting to that word. Sometimes I just leave it off. It's one of those tongue twisters. Well, not for for me, but there, I have my own. Like uh, sometimes when I say the word processes, I'll put an extra syllable in there because it sounds like I'm leaving one out. Like sometimes I'll say, "Hey, make sure you do all the proper processes." Oh, that's and, ridiculous! And then I'll think to myself, "Okay, the the root word is process, so there should just be one more processes." But then it doesn't sound right. It's like processes. <laughs> so since we've been recording the show and I you listened mean to from it. from a few minutes ago? <laughs> no, like since. By the way, before you say that, what episode is this? 48. Yeah, so 47 episodes ago, 
I've realized that when I speak, I'm like, I sometimes there are words that I emphasize on. Like I'm, have you noticed that? I don't listen to when you speak. I just fast forward to the parts where I'm speaking. <laughs> and then I go to the end or, and check the credits to make sure my name is spelled right. <laughs> or when, um, like if I'm telling a story or something, like I stop and almost like I stop to get it out. <laughs> I need you to pay attention to that next time. Sorry, right. listeners. That's just, I mean, that's just the way you talk. I know, I listen to me weird. talk and I just think, I shouldn't be on a podcast because I can't speak very well. I can't speak very clearly. And sometimes my words jumble together. I, like right now, I'm I'm paying attention to it. But I guarantee you, at some point throughout this, I'm going to become Mr. Mumbles. And my words... <laughs> what's so funny? Mr. Mumbles. <laughs> That's Mr. Yeah, you're right. You already called me that. You know what? Maybe I'll go to medical school and I'll be like, That's Dr. Mumbles to you. Mm-hmm. That's probably that's probably not a good idea because that's not where your heart is. That's not where your heart is. <laughs> to be Doctor Mumbles, <laughs> I don't think so. Well, anyway, I become right now. I'm Mister Mumbles. No medical degree, no PhD, no MBA. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not a medical degree, but I do it have sounded a bad, good. I do have a BS and BS. <laughs> I'm trying to get at least a BS. And You're full of BS. I know, and I'm thinking of that now. Someone, people ask me, okay. People ask you? Yes, they ask me. Yes. <laughs> Look, stop. stop it. <laughs> people have asked me, like, oh, what are you going to school for? And so originally I'd You're say. You're like, for a better life. That's what I'm going to school for. <laughs> That's really what my response should be. I need to probably use that. Um, For a better life filled with debt. <laughs> yeah. So they ask if what I'm going for, and I originally I would say accounting. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can make lots of money. You're going to have to be a CPA, though, to really get anywhere. You can make lots of money counting other people's money. That's way more than what you're making. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, but that's really not where my heart is. I want to go into psychology. So I've been so saying you're gonna that. you're going to be Dr. Mumbles. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been telling people that because that's what I want to do. And I've already, anyway. So um, I was talking to this guy and he was like, so what are you, what are you going to be doing when you finish school? I was like, well, I'm going to, you know, for psychology. But what are you going to do with that? And I'm like, what do psychologists do? You should have said, yeah, that's good. yeah, ask him questions. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to sit there and listen to people. No, don't tell him what you're going to do. Say, what do you think I'm going to do with that? <laughs> and then when he answers that, saying, how does that make you feel? <laughs> it was, that's funny. And then that's when he answers what... that, say, tell me about your mother. <laughs> he already And then when has. he answers that, he'd be like, I got that beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Aunt Mary, I know you're not listening, but I'm kidding. Do you leave my dear mother out of this? Your dear mother, yes. She, she, has, she had a hoof infection, I think. She's trying to get it all taken care of. Oh, goodness. Maybe it was just some mud stuck in there. <laughs> so what's been going on with you, Kez? I don't know. Every time I switch the camera back, well, right now it's not too bad, but I just, I hung up some burlap in front of the window because it was still blowing out, but it's still 
blowing out. I'm too I'm too bright. I know when we're doing this podcast just to give our all of our audience and listeners all of our listeners um an image of what's happening to you. You look like an angel from the sky coming down. You're so bright. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's my theme song. That's I'm hilarious, Mumbles, actually. The angel. <laughs> the burlap angel. No, yeah. I was talking. We were talking about it before the show, and you explained to me, "Well, burlap's not going to do much because it's full of holes." <laughs> and I know that, but I thought it might be enough just to to cast a little bit of shade on me, so that it. it by the way, if you want to see this video, you can go to YouTube.com/campfire. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E. And hopefully this video records correctly because the last one, there was some technical difficulties that were out of our hands and the video just doesn't exist. So apologies for that. Who's calling you? I just received a notification from my Google um, that we're about to record. (laughs) Or maybe that it's about to end. (laughs) We just started. Yeah. Somebody doesn't know how to keep a schedule. I do. I do. But... When May, when Mother Nature calls, when duty calls, you just got to do what you got to do. You get that call of duty? Yes. I get that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, speaking of duty, how's that bathroom going? Because I am so excited. It looks so nice. Um, we are about, we are about what, 98%. <laughs> Is there a door on the bathroom now? Yes. Okay, so you can go in there and do it in private. Yes. So your mother-in-law doesn't have to worry about you walking in while she's taking a shit. Uh, no. Because no, mother-in-law she does have to worry or no she doesn't have to worry. Mother-in-law does have to Mother-in-law doesn't have to worry. I have to worry because mother-in-law does not close the bathroom doors. <laughs> like you walk in, you can see like 78-year-old hip and Chonies down <laughs> side of you. It's that can be pretty disturbing. That's disgusting. Send me photos. <laughs> no, but speaking of mother-in-law, uh, before we that the shower works, they fixed whatever was going on with that. Um, but Luis still has to do some final, uh, I guess, like sealant, or he has to put some something on the tile before they actually use it. Yes, to seal the grout between the tile? I think so. Or maybe it does have to seal the tile. I don't know. I've only done this work for mom, so I'm not qualified to answer any of these questions. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like rubbing the stuff on it. It's like really simple. It's just like getting oh, a little sponge oh, yeah, and yeah. just rubbing to rub the stuff on the tile. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so they can't use that shower. So the other day, Isabel had made a comment along the lines of just making sure that my mother-in-law, she, you know, that my mother-in-law knew that she could use my shower stall to take showers while I was home. We wanted her to feel comfortable that she didn't have to wait till I'm not home for her to use that. So uh, I asked her, you know, has she, does she know she can go in there to take a shower if she needed to? And she got very offended. And 
defensive. Because she, she thought that I was maybe insinuating that she doesn't take showers. <laughs> Does she take showers? I haven't seen her because she won't come in here if I'm home. So, so you think she's going through your stuff while you're not there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that little, you know, that happened. And so I'm like, well, okay. So I was like, I really don't think she's been taking a shower while, you know, at least for the couple of days. Does she, she stink? There was the reason that the conversation even came up was because there was a, a smell but we weren't really sure what it was. So that's why Isabel was like a little concerned. <laughs> so I wouldn't say stink. I would just say like a little odor. Did it smell possibly like... Uh, I have some turds in the toilet. They're just <laughs> floating and stuck. <laughs> no, it just smell like toilet water. <laughs> oh, my. You're not talking about the uh, perfume that owed the toilet either, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> So, okay, so I'm fast forwarding and I'm, I'm, she's telling me that she's take, she takes showers and, you know, she thanks me for letting her know that she should, you know, be comfortable to come in, whatever, to use my restroom. So later on, I'm like, I need to wash towels. I'm like, where are the towels? Do you have any dirty towels in your room? And she says, no, I don't have any. And I'm like, well, where are the towels that you use when you take a shower? <laughs> and she's like, I air dry, bitch. <laughs> no. She says, I just use the two of the ones that are hanging in your, your restroom. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so, okay. You know what she dried with the. That could be like hair bumps or boob bumps. I told her I dry my body, my entire body, with that towel. Panocha? <laughs> Even that. Cochina! And her response to me was, oh, it's okay, I'm not picky. I'm oh, like, <laughs> she's like, I'm not that type of person. So I'm did like, you use it after she used it? I'm pretty sure there was uh, at least mm -hmm. once or twice that that happened, but it does that does it doesn't stop there because oh man that's horrible. I asked her. <laughs> <laughs> I asked her, well, where are the washcloths that you're using to wash your body? Oh, I don't. I'm not using those. I use the soap. That's whatever. It's just like a liquid uh, thing. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, but you're not using anything to scrub your body. She's like, yeah, I'm just using one of those sponges that are in the bath and those bath puffs. The little scrunchy puffy thingies? Yeah. The I said, one which one are you using? You. She's like, I don't know, just one of them. Because there's five of them in there. Oh, no. I went and I just threw everything away. No, I'm joking. I didn't do that. <laughs> I tried to explain very calmly and nicely and respectfully. Don't you ever do that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, don't do that. It really hurt my feelings. Because I'm so sorry, cuz. Cuz what would you do? I'd have burned it all. <laughs> just thrown it all in a fire. 
Might have thrown myself in there. So I have been on, we've been on the show for about, what, 15 minutes? If that, I don't if know. If that, okay. But since since we were supposed to start since 8 o'clock, um, I've heard her in the new restroom. I don't. Ha- I have no idea what she's doing. I wanted to walk in there, but I'm afraid if I do and I say something, she might get upset. <laughs> and you might I walk in there and she's like, just you could walk around naked and you don't care oh. who sees you. <laughs> that's exactly probably that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> or you might walk in there and she's like, ah, oh, never mind. I'm playing these too much already. <laughs> now you know what I'm gonna do one more. You might walk in there and she's all like. <laughs> no. no no her feet are too stiff damn that's cold-blooded no she says that her feet are too hard like she can't move them to dance right that's what you were insinuating with that yes i was insinuating she was doing the mexican hat dance that's why i played the song <laughs> Cause she's Mexican, just like us. Only she might be more Mexican. She's actually from Mexico. <laughs> she is a little bit more Mexican, but it's okay. She well, should be leaving in about I mean, not two to weeks. the president, but to us, it is. <laughs> We're family. <laughs> no shit. It's awful. You awful, might awful. you might take her to the border, and then they'll separate you from. <laughs> That's not a laughing matter because that's that's something. No, it's not. It's I'm only laughing because in me and my, you know, like separating me and my mother-in-law. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So heartless. No, I'm not. It's just difficult to have a another person. Like I'm so used to doing everything my way or. Which I'm finding out that I really don't have a way. You mean it's difficult to be an adult and have to have roommates? Yes. <laughs> huh. No. I wonder what that's like. That's different for you. But when you ask someone not to do something and they, it seems like deliberately go out of their way to do it anyway. And you're like, didn't I tell you not to do that? I wonder what that's like when you ask somebody to meet you at eight for recording <laughs> and then 46 minutes later they show up to start recording and then they ask you, where are you? <laughs> I wonder what that's like. But there's a difference because we don't live together. Because <laughs> I told you did, my stomach hurt. Why did your stomach hurt? Because I took a laxative. Because <laughs> I've been having issues, okay? Oh my god, this sounds like the early episodes. I know. There's, there. It's not as intense or severe as before. So this was not an invitation to go down this path, by the way. No, we'll just let it go down. This, we'll just flush this one out. Yes, flush this number two. <laughs> Hey, speaking of number two, see that segue? See what I did? Oh, there? I know. I've caught it twice. <laughs> speaking of number two, weren't you wearing your number two podcast shirt out in public one day? Yeah, and it, advertising I was, the show, trying to get 
rally up some support from the fans. Yes. Get new listeners. Yeah, I was doing like a public, what is that? Uh, signing? <laughs> you know where people and businesses go out and they set up a table. They're like advertising. A public appearance? There you go. That's what I was doing. Um, signing autographs? Yeah. but Giving out headshots? Yeah. But taking I, selfies? <laughs> I should have done that. Oh my Cause gosh. why didn't you? It would have been perfect for Instagram. Because I don't think Facebook. that way. I'm not good with my camera. You know that. Well, the way you get better at something is by practice. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice. Practice, practice, <laughs> practice. That's the old saying. And then there's a comedian named Dimitri Martin. He's like, I want to get a place right next to Carnegie Hall. So when people ask me, how do, you, how do I get to your place? I say, practice, 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 and then take a left. <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri Martin. That guy's hilarious. I think the only way I could start practicing is if I start taking selfies and I'm not, I can't do that. I tried like. You won't do that. Anyway, so I'm doing this public appearance for the number two podcast. By public appearance, I think you meant you, you went grocery shopping, right? Yes. I needed groceries and I had my number two podcast shirt on and the bagger Real nice guy. Great guy. <laughs> Don't know his last name, but his name is Caleb. <laughs> We're going to give a shout out to Caleb here. <laughs> shout out to Caleb, man. Thanks for uh, recognizing number two podcast. Well, you did recognize. Go ahead. You tell the story. I'm ruining it. So Caleb read my shirt. Shout and, out, Caleb. <laughs> and he was like, um, so the number two podcast is like the number two podcast of the nation or in the nation. I'm like, and he, there was a little speech impediment. I think I couldn't really understand. I don't know if it's because it was loud in the grocery store or you know what, but I'm getting older age. I'm hard of hearing. So I was like, excuse me. And he said, is it like, excuse me? <laughs> He's like, is is that the number two podcast in the nation? And I was like, oh, <laughs> of course not, you silly boy. <laughs> silly goose. I said, no. I said, it's the name is just is the number two podcast. I said, but I hear it's a really funny show. <laughs> Your picture is on that shirt. <laughs> How did you hear uh, it's a really funny show? Why couldn't you just be like, yes, it's hilarious. It's not the number two podcast in the nation yet, but one day. <laughs> he caught me off guard. My daughter, Priscilla, okay, she was with me. She's she could, she's not here right now, but she could tell you. I turned red. I was getting all cheesy. <laughs> 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 I could not wait to get out of that store so I could call you and tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're starting to have a brush with internet fame. Almost. Uh, he didn't recognize you from the internet, but it, the shirt is that <laughs> ugly podcast shirt is a conversation starter. Well, I I was thinking back. We went to one of Luis's, uh, his little cousin's birthday party, and I had worn it that day, too. I wear it a lot, if you don't know that. I just want all you to know. <laughs> and... um I could tell that one of his older cousins 
like, I don't know, I could tell like it got her attention because I felt like she did a double take <laughs> and didn't make eye contact with me, but with my shirt. <laughs> I was like, oh, it works. <laughs> this ugly design is effective somehow. <laughs> no, but people, I was not, I was so surprised that he, Caleb, <laughs> acknowledged out, Caleb. it, you know, and he was. He was like, is that the number two podcast in the nation? <laughs> That's not even the number two podcast on my list of podcasts that I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> We're just so sad. I would put, let's see, uh, b- before that, I would put our friends, and I say our friends, our internet friends, a little Moss, and from the Bronx with Love, I definitely would put them ahead of ours. <laughs> they, well, seem to have, they, they seem to have their, their act together. They put together a really good podcast. So, also, I listened to uh, 302010, which is a pop culture podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. I actually love this one. This is, I listen to a lot of pop culture stuff. But uh, seriously, Little Moss from the Bronx with Love. If you haven't listened to them, check them out. They're great. They have great shows, uh, really entertaining, uh, well thought out. Not like <laughs> this one. Cousin, I didn't hear you. Is your microphone okay? Oh my goodness. It's not working. Uh, hey, sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties. We're back. Okay, so you were telling us about Caleb. Shout out, Caleb. That's right. Caleb uh, recognized the number two podcast in my public appearance. <laughs> and I was saying I much much better shows to listen to would be a Little Mouse podcast from the Bronx with Love. They have great shows. Go listen to them. We, you know, if if you're making a list, we should, at the very best, be number three podcast after a little Moss and from the Bronx with Love. I agree, <laughs> but we, I mean, eventually we're gonna be the number one podcast in the nation. Hey, because I'm just shooting for number two. <laughs> I'll take number two, two, <laughs> two, two. Number two, two. Um. But I enjoy reading the comments or when we get shout outs or those things. Didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yes, we did. We got a shout out from uh, Podcast in Color. They, I think it's one person, but it might be an organization that is trying to promote podcasts re- recorded and produced by people of color like you and I. You're uh, a little bit light brown. I might be like a medium tannish brownish. We're Mexicans. I mean, if you haven't figured that out. We're but I remember people like my sister. Into your microphone. Because into your microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. I was confused. I thought it was in my phone. <laughs> um, that I was like yellowish, like paleish, yellowish. Well, I say brown to indicate that we're Mexicans. I'm not talking about our actual skin color, although I am. I'm like a brownish red. Okay, Although, you look like an angel right now. I look like a what? You're f- an angel. Your face doesn't. No. <laughs> I'm a brownish red angel, but with this burlap <laughs> over the window, it's creating kind of a yellow glow on my face. But anyway, podcast totally in angel. color. Uh, they are podcasting color on Twitter. They recognize our podcast, which was really exciting. And I will quote the podcast. Excuse me, I will quote the tweet. I decided to press play on 
at Num2Pod, which is our name on Twitter. Check us out, at Num2Pod. It says, I decided to press play on at Num2Pod. Like this episode. Love when I can tell people edit. Feels like you care about my time. Thanks. Hashtag Podden. And then he put a link to our podcast in his tweet. I feel so famous. <laughs> and on top of that, he tweeted... These episode show notes are hilarious at Num2Pod, and he had a link to the show notes from uh, this. We're recording, uh, kind of batch recording to help with our busy schedules. So this was from a couple of weeks ago, if you're listening to it now. I I retweeted it, so check us out at Num2Pod, and also check out Podcasts in Color, because they're, like I said, they're trying to shine a light on on uh, some different podcasts produced by people of color. But yeah, that was super exciting. I got really excited when I saw that. Anything to help grow yeah. the popularity of the show, expose us to new, a new and growing audience who might not be offended by the things we say about our family, our friends. Yeah, so our family shouldn't listen. Our co-workers. <laughs> well, I don't think any of our families on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> Well, maybe your kids, your kids, my, the younger people, but. Yeah, they, uh, they actually, I know it wasn't Twitter. It was on Instagram. Um, when Luis wore the number two podcast shirt that I'd gotten him, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was posted for Father's Day. Yeah, it was a great day. <laughs> Um, not as good as Mother's Day. <laughs> Absolutely and speaking not. Speaking of, and I might get in trouble for this, but I love you, Mom. Dun, 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 dun. I got a phone call. I forgot to tell you about this. I got a phone call on Father's Day from my mother. Oh, really? Yeah. How did that go? Oh, uh, swimmingly. <laughs> she called me up and she said... This is the first Father's Day you didn't call me. Um, I'm waiting for it. I was waiting for your response to that. So my response was, no, it's not. <laughs> I never call you on Father's Day. I mean, I, I used so, to. There were times in the past I did, but I decided to put a stop to it. But she said, you always call me on Father's Day to wish me a happy Father's Day. And I said, but you're not my father. (laughs) She said, yes, I am. I'm your mother and your father. And I said, but I I can't even throw a football. (laughs) You know what her response was? That's not my fault. (laughs) She said, I can <laughs> it's not my fault you didn't learn. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, um, I mean, you taught me, maybe you taught me how to throw a football, but I never got chosen for the team because they said I threw like a girl. And I said, well, my mom taught me. What do you expect? <laughs> I have a feeling that my little mijo is going <laughs> to, some of those things are going to affect him. Oh, it's okay. He's a nerd. He'll be fine. <laughs> um. Yeah. We actually hung out with your brother 
on Father's Day. Well, I didn't want to get into and, a full um, Father's Day conversation. I wanted your response to what do you think? Should I call my mom <laughs> on Father's Day to wish her happy Father's Day? Or should I stand my ground and just be like, you're my mother. I know you, you raised me by yourself, but you're my mother. I call you a mother. Yeah, I think you should. Uh, I mean, no, with all due respect and no offense, you know, to Aunt Becky, I think you should stand your ground. I, I and mean, I love my mother and I appreciate all that oh, she's done for me. But I mean, a father does what a father does and a mother does what a mother does. Yeah. And they really, um, I, st- I don't know how to pick up a woman. I, I stumble into relationships. I, I've never really. Yeah. Like just swept a woman off her feet. Mommy didn't teach me how to sweep a woman off her feet. You taught me how to sweep the kitchen. <laughs> and I'm not good at that either. Probably because I didn't want to learn. So, like, you know, uh, not, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, like, a father figure is needed. I, As you grow I, I, older, you I recognize had father that. father figures. You know, my grandpa was a father figure for a bit. My uncle Bones was a, a big influence on me. He was a bit of a father figure as well. Even even my brother at times was a father figure. You know, he yeah. he took what? But you, I mean, those those don't count because neither of them showed you how to pick up women. Well, I mean, I learned how not to pick up women from them, or to throw a football. Yeah, I guess my brother could have taught me how to throw a football, but he was too busy playing basketball and football and not wanting to be around me as a kid because he had his own friends and he was doing his own thing. Yeah, and Uncle Bones, he was, I mean, uh, he I don't was know about him. five times, so I was like, I don't know if this is the way <laughs> I want to That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and no offense, I mean, he has great kids from it, our cousins. I love y'all very much. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I saw the relationships he was, he had gotten himself into, and that's not the relationships I wanted for myself. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this has gone dark again. Real dark. <laughs> How to be a man. I don't know. It's. It reminds me of, you ever see that movie Fight Club? Probably. With Brad Pitt. I just Pitt don't know. And Edward Norton. Because the only Fight name Club I is, know is. You did not talk about Fight Club. You don't know that? Oh. I have to like see a clip of it to say, oh yeah, I do remember that. Or no, I haven't seen it because I'm horrible with names. I do remember Caleb from the grocery store. Shout out to Caleb. We the... <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so the fight club. Oh, he just, there was a line that said, we're a generation of men raised by women. And I'm just curious, like what, I mean, we're we're finding out now what that's like because there are a lot of, a lot of yeah. single single parent families, single mothers raising children, raising boys to be men. And mm-hmm. how does that affect it when you don't have a positive role, mo- positive male role model to kind of pattern yourself after? Yeah, I see that. And I think I've shared that with you are on the podcast. Um, like Luis's dad passed away when he was like really young and his mom, she went to work and like she provided for them. You know, she did what she had to do, um, but she wasn't there because she worked so much. Like 
day to night, get home very, very late. But she always made sure that they had what they needed. Um, probably more than what some, they were very blessed and fortunate. But in his so older age. I mean, just, <clears throat> if we're comparing mothers, mine was better. Okay. <laughs> but in his older age. And no offense to her, has, but my mom is better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Aunt Becky, we're team Aunt <laughs> Becky. No. Um, but he has, he's 41 and you're 40, right? I'm 40. Yes. So I don't know if it's something with the, the time of and that you are in your life or that he is, but he has actually, I don't want to say had a breakdown, but he shared with me some very personal feelings. And he even said he didn't know why, but he needed a dad. And I have heard him say, he said it and his sister said it, that that was something that they realize now that they really needed. And I don't mind telling this, but Luis does not know how to be, a, he knows how to be a father or a dad just to a certain extent. But he he really doesn't know how to communicate or like you like I was saying, like show have somebody show my son or even my daughters like throw the football or pick up the hammer and hammer a nail. Cousin. I do most of that stuff. Cousin, maybe psychology (laughs) is cut out for you because I think I just had a breakthrough. Did you? I think so. From you saying that, you know, he knows how to be a father to a certain extent. Maybe this is why I'm so guarded against being in a deeper relationship a deeper more committed relationship because i've i've been afraid to be a father for a long time because i didn't want to end up being a father like mine who has a kid and then disappears but maybe the reason why i'm not good in relationships or even starting them or being in them is because one my fear of being a father but my fear of being a father because I don't know how to be a father. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> Makes me feel scared. Because I'm telling you, uh, I'm going to try to quote this. Um, if we focus on our weaknesses, the best we'll ever do is avoid failure. I don't think that was right. <laughs> Where's my paper? Yeah, well, while you while you it's look for your paper, like it's something like that. I'll, our our fair. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just stop. No, 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 no. Look, look for that paper. While I pontificate about this breakthrough that I just had. So, if I can just quote unquote man up and not be afraid of being a father if if it comes to the point where I become a father if I either make that choice or make the choice that leads to that mistakenly if you know what I'm saying yeah I mean the responsible adult thing to do is to be there for the child which is something I would do but I'm trying to avoid creating that child out of fear. I thought Don't my fear afraid. I thought my fear was just of being a father because it comes with a bunch of responsibilities. But I think the fear I have is 
because I don't know how to handle those responsibilities because there wasn't a man in my life to show me how it was done. There was a woman in my life, so I have you know much respect for women and women who become mothers and women who want to be mothers because I see, I see how difficult it can be. I've seen it with my own eyes. I, I see the troubles that my mother went through to, to support the two of us, my brother and me. And I know that that can be done. I have, I have no, I mean, I've met women who I've thought they probably shouldn't be a mother. They're not qualified, but I know these qualifications because I've seen it. Mm -hmm. I don't know really if I can tell a, a guy if he's qualified to be a father or not. I mean, other than from somebody who's obviously irresponsible and whatnot. Whoo! Breakthrough. Well, and um, I realized that my notes that I had taken that I wanted to quote um, are at work. I went to two different classes <laughs> and they actually kind of contradict each other, but you have to find a balance. One is the listening with empathy and it's you focus on your um, your weaknesses to be able to like I don't know the other one was anyway just cut that part out <laughs> but what you're saying is and, and if you think about this um, your mom worked really hard kind of like my mother-in-law but your mom was better so <laughs> totally 100 percent for the record just so that's known and stop and think about what you do what do you mean what do i do you you work really hard and you spend and dedicate a lot of your time working i do my career is very important to me i i've had a career change in I don't want to say midlife because I hope I live longer than that, but I had a career change late in life and I am working really hard to build that career to where I want it to be. Right. But you've always worked hard. You, right now your focus is on your career, the career that you actually, the passion that you have, that's where that career is. Right. Yes. And, but even before you had that career change focus, whatever you want to call it, you worked very hard, even from the get-go. And it was probably School an excuse because of the fears that I had. Possibly. But I know that sometimes when it's all perception of what the message that's being perceived from our podcasts may come off different than what we actually are trying to say. Are you and saying you don't want to make anybody mad? <laughs> and I love my family and friends. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> it's just, I think it's good talk and it's, it's good to be able, you're, I think I've said this before, like I know, and I think you, I've seen it with your mom and my mom, for sure. My mom, I'm not going to speak on behalf of your mom, but my mom's mindset and her way of thinking 15 or 20 years ago is completely different now. You know, well, and, and we and, evolve as people. I mean, we learn and grow. Hopefully, I mean, that's hopefully. no, that that's that's true. But and that that applies to 
not just them as parents, as our mothers, but it applies to us too. And it doesn't mean that we take away from anything and the sacrifices that they did and made for us. It's just that we have that same ability and that same right to grow and think about different things. I mean, you just, you know what I'm saying? Like you realize, no, I you, don't. you start to see, you start to see life from a different perspective. And you're realizing now that it may have been nice to have a father. Oh yeah. Not I, nice. I mean, maybe not the father that, that sired me. Hate to get old right. school biblical on you. Uh, I just couldn't find the right words. Maybe not. The, maybe not my biological father. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. He might. He might have evolved to be a, a really good guy. He might have been a good guy back then, just not the right person to be in our lives. But right. Yeah, I agree with that It would have been too. great to have the traditional nuclear family: a mother, fa- father, child, a dog. We had the dog. Mm-hmm. We had several dogs. They died. May they rest in peace. <laughs> I miss you, Angel. She got stolen from us. She may be. Hopefully, she made a family very, very happy. She did, and, and then she got stolen from that family. <laughs> I don't know. I. It's. It is crazy. I don't know. I think we we no, find I, ourselves. I in think fear. there's a reason why there's why it takes two people to make a child because it's intended to have that many people to raise a child. And again, I don't, I'm not taking anything away from my mother. I think she did a great job raising both of us. My brother, I think my mother-in-law did a great job too. And yeah. my mom. And I think Luis is a great guy. Yeah. And your mom too. <laughs> but my mom the most. Because <laughs> yes. my brother turned out to be a good guy. He's a great father. He is a good husband. He's a great husband. I don't want to like, mm-hmm. lower the adjective on it. He's a great father, great husband. I I think I turned out pretty well. Um, maybe not the most well-adjusted, as you can see by my breakthrough I just had. I'm definitely in my but mind. that's of, what psychology's for. Yeah. And you're practicing without a license. <laughs> no, so I it's guess okay. what I'm trying to say is, thanks, Mom. Happy Father's Day, belated. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, happy Father's Day to all those. Thanks, Mom, for teaching me to throw like a girl. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Your mom. Aunt Becky, he is just messing with you. <laughs> I love you, Mom. Thank you for everything. Don't you love your mother? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we're not talking about my mom. Well, your mother we was your father. Oh, no, you, you had your father, sort of. Yeah, I had my father up until like I was, I can't remember. I think it's like 10, yeah, we somewhere around this, that age. We talked about this before Father's Day. I don't want to read yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. So, more importantly, when is he going to be on the show so I can talk about when he put cake icing all over my glasses and I can confront him? Actually, you know what? Wait till I'm in town. I want to confront him in person. You know why? Because my mother taught me how to be a man like that. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. I learned how not to back down from my mom. So thank you for that, mom. Even though I hate confrontations, that's just my personality type. (laughs) (laughs) But if I have to, I will stand my ground. You stand it. So mom, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. For Mother's Day, I'm not going to call you on Father's Day to wish you Happy Father's Day. If you call me, I'll be happy to talk to you. But 
I'm sorry, mom. Please forgive me. All right. I think I, I don't know how long we've gone. We've had technical difficulties. The time on this is way off. Who knows? Hope you enjoyed the show. Cuz any last words? Um None. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, none. Just Do on to others know. before they do on to you. How about that? Oh, what about honor thy mother and thy father? <laughs> well, I've been able to do half of that. I hope. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you're horrible. I think we need <laughs> You're a horrible you human being. What is wrong with you? You should oh, apologize goodness. to your mother-in-law. Is... She's done a great job raising Louise. She has. And, and giving she, little she Louise realizes excellent that advice. Like, men don't cry. <laughs> Be a man, damn it. All right. If you enjoyed this show, <sighs> please let us know. Uh, give us a review on iTunes, Google, uh, wherever you hear your podcast, Overcast, be sure and uh, give a shout out to Podcast and Color on Twitter. And if you want on Twitter and you want to give us a shout out, we're at Num2Pod. That's N U M T W O P O D. We're also at Num2Pod on Instagram, Num2Pod on Facebook. And if you want to give us an old school email, send that email to Num2Pod at gmail.com. And don't forget, check out slash merch to pick up a cool t shirt that we design and we sell through Amazon. And when you when it takes you to Amazon, go ahead, shop around, man. We might make a small commission on anything else. Dr. Mr. Mumbles is here. We <laughs> might make a small commission on anything else you buy at no extra charge to you. And it's a great way to support the show, right, cuz? Absolutely, support our show. support our show so I don't have to beg you for money or anything like that because it's not what I do I have a day job for my bills but I'd I like hate to sales too what? no carry on I was just being backup oh you're backing me up by distracting me I have a day job that pays my bills, but I'd like to gain some popularity for the number two podcast by selling t-shirts and making commissions from Amazon.com. But that's okay if you don't, cause if you listen, that's support for our show. Send us an email saying so and hit us up on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Not really. I don't like Facebook that much, but Instagram and Twitter are my main jams. Occasionally I'm on Snapchat, but the show is not. So don't look for us there cause we don't have a digital presence on that social media platform. Cousin, help me out cause I don't know what I'm singing about. I think you right just now. need just to stop. Keep living life to the fullest. Just stop. Goodbye. Goodbye.